Pudding People to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding, Ken's Movie Reviews. So happy to be back with you after a bit of a hiatus on this particular podcast. We had not been getting to the theaters quite as often due to understandable reasons with the pandemic, but now that things are hopefully you know, going down just a little bit, we'll be able to get some more up-to-date movie reviews of some additional titles here coming in the future. But this week, we're here talking about The Adam Project. Released on streaming, a lot of people were fairly excited about this. Others had no idea it was coming. Um, anytime I get a chance to see a Ryan Reynolds film, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but as always, we are going to have a little bit of a spoiler-free uh, general impression up front, followed by a breakdown of everything that we think is important in a film, or at least most of it, uh, where we will talk about the cast, the director, the costuming and props, the location, the cinematography, the plot and writing, and even a little bonus section. We're going to give each of them numeric values that together could potentially add up to 100 points. They probably won't. They almost never do. In fact, I don't think I've ever given anything 100 points. But then I've never given anything zero either. So, uh, But uh, we're going to have some fun with this, hopefully, and get back into the swing of things. Um, in general, The Atom Project was not released in theaters. This was a streaming release. So the normal bit where I say, hey, is this something you should see in theaters? Not really applicable. But is it something that you should see on streaming, or is it something that you should give a pass? Uh, definitely see it. It's a fun film. Um, it's not going to be one of those things that I expect is going to stick with you forever. Uh, uh, probably not going to be one of those all-time favorite films for most people. But it's just it's just nice. It's a really uh, a mostly lighthearted film with some good action sequences and some fun dialogue and a, and a good story. Just solid all around. Definitely give it a watch. But let's just kind of jump in to the breakdown. We'll start with director, as we almost always do, where we can give up to 20 points. Uh, the director of this is Sean Levy. Uh, we have a certain expectation of this gentleman at this point. He's released a number of different films. In fact, a lot of working with Ryan Reynolds. I mean, if you like Deadpool, you are already aware of that. Uh, we talked about Free Guy already. Uh, this is uh, a nice gentleman that has been involved with Stranger Things and, uh, you know, just a ton of good stuff over the years. Uh, so whenever I see that uh, this particular individual is involved with a project, I have a certain expectation, especially if that, uh, if that project is going to involve working with Ryan Reynolds again. So, you know, I have a little little idea of what is to come. And uh, I think he delivered uh, again on a film that's really enjoyable. He understands how Ryan Reynolds works and should be used in a film. Um, he understands how the dialogue should be so that it will complement uh, complement his strengths. Um, and it's just in terms of getting everybody, he already has a good working relationship with uh several of the people that are in this film and it just shows because everybody gels exceptionally well together um i think the editing which i kind of throw into the directing uh portion of this was solid i mean there weren't a lot of lulls where it, it felt like it could have been chopped to the floor i i felt that the the pacing was good um 
just, I mean, all around really solid. Nothing jumped out at me as just kind of an amazing, oh, wow, that was a really interesting choice. That um, that really kind of grabbed my attention, but I also didn't see any glaring weaknesses either. So, I mean, just for that, I mean, he's always good. Um, I'm going to give this a, a 15 out of 20 to start us off strong. Um, then going into the cast, as we already mentioned, Ryan Reynolds is in it. Uh most people love him. Um, Mark Ruffalo, who is just always great in everything, did a great job in this. We get to see some Jennifer Garner, which I more often than not really like when she's in things. Um, and she does a, a nice job as the mom role in this particular film. Uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, not in it for a long time, but um, she does very well for the scenes that she's in. I think her chemistry with Ryan Reynolds is okay. I don't think the two of them really spark quite as well as I think that they were hoping. Um, but, I mean, when they're both fantastic actors, even if that isn't there, it doesn't matter so much, especially when the number of scenes that they are in together is so limited. Um, you've got Catherine Keener in it, who I'm – a huge fan of. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes she's kind of um, overlooked uh, as just she's just excellent in in a lot of the stuff that she's that she's in. I mean, a lot of people will think when they see her first of maybe uh, the forty year old virgin, but she was also really great in being John Malkovich, and, and just over the years she's been awesome in so much. Um, and I just, I really enjoy, anytime I get to see her in something, it it makes me smile. Um, she has kind of an ability to um, just be generally very warm, which seeing her as a villain in this is a little different. It was a kind of nice change of pace. Oh, and I got to say, always a shout out. She was great in Death to Smoochie, just fantastic but yeah being the being the villain in this was a little bit different um and she got to play two versions of herself so that's always kind of a fun thing either when you get to play more than one character or more than one version of a, a specific character that's always a kind of a nice exercise uh and seeing it on screen is always fun um so you know that's kind of cool too uh but the the big thing, uh, the big takeaway for me is uh, just the wonderful surprise. Uh, Walker Scobell uh, just stole the scenes. I mean, it's not it's it's kind of um, an uncertainty when you have a child actor in um, in any film because sometimes they will be good, and, but a lot of times they're just not ready. Um, and I tell you what. Uh, he did great. I mean, especially the training that must have been done to, it's like, okay, you've got to act like Ryan Reynolds. And they got it. I mean, he did he did a really fantastic take on a Ryan Reynolds, a young Ryan Reynolds. And that, and that just gave me just a little bit of joy um, in that. I mean, just all in all, a particularly strong cast. Um I got to give that a 16 out of 20. Just just fun. Um, moving on to costuming and props. The costuming and props in this. The costuming 
was very meh. I mean, it wasn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination. It just wasn't impressive. None of the future stuff made me care in terms of the costuming. It was all very kind of, I won't say plain, but it didn't stand out. It didn't make me feel like it was really very futuristic. Now, admittedly, it's not that far in the future from this, but even then, it just kind of, it didn't really jump out at me at any point, and it just was kind of very bland. Um, and that's, of course, just my take. Others may disagree a bit. Um, the weaponry, I mean, you had a lot of you know current-day weaponry, and that was all fine. The stuff from the future, um, the drone was okay. Um, <laughs> it was all right. Uh, the little adjustable staff, that was fun. That, that part was fun. Um, but, yeah, just nothing that was really all that amazing. Not a lot more to say about that. Out of a potential score of 10 points, we're going to give that 7. Um, I mean, because, again, it didn't jump out at me, but it also wasn't awful either. Um, locations. Uh, you get the childhood home. You get a little bit of the college campus. You get a little bit of... Uh, a cabin in the woods, there's some uh, traveling scenes, a little bit of the future. Again, nothing really jumped out. I mean, the cabin was nice. That was maybe, or not the cabin, but the uh, childhood home was nice. Um, it looked very lived in. And that's about it. Um, you know, I, I guess normally I get kind of more of a, more of a, an impact from some of the the establishing uh, shots where they give kind of the overhead of the woods or whatever, and it just didn't do anything for me in this film. I'm, I'm really not sure why. Um, it was just kind of very, again, like the, like the, like the costuming process, it just felt kind of bland. Um, so, yeah, so, again, just not much to say on that. I mean, they tried to have little bits and pieces that are, things that you would key on to and just none of it really none of it really stuck for me so i'm gonna give that a seven out of ten as well um now going into the cinematography i think this is one area where this film shines pretty well uh anytime you're gonna have a sci-fi film with uh some combat and effects uh that's pretty important uh the the ships very nice the the flight was really really solid um I liked how that looked quite nicely. The effects of the futuristic weaponry and the, the invisible becoming visible, uh, both for the ship and the individuals themselves, really solid again. Um, the uh, dying in the wrong time frame explosions, it had a nice subtlety to it. It wasn't, I mean, it, it just didn't, it wasn't like, hey, splatter of gore. It was just kind of a, it was a nice way to show that it was out of the ordinary without it being too terribly uh, just icky. Uh, <laughs> um, the reactor side of things, I mean, I guess you could put that into the location a little bit um, or, the, or the collider or whatever you want to call it. Um it was it was solid. I mean, it it didn't look amazing, but it w it was good. I, if if I had a a nitpicking, and this is really again what it is, a bit of nitpicking, um, 
the CGI to de-age uh, Catherine Keener was a little weak. Um, it did not look, I mean, if, if she was standing still, it looked solid. But for whatever reason, when she moved around, it just did not look quite right. Um, so I'm, I'm really not sure what happened there. Uh, but it, it drove my eyes to it in the wrong way. Uh, you know, they're, they're still getting better, uh, day by day on doing things like that. So, I mean, it may just be where we are with the technology. It seems to be very hit or miss in a lot of films with that de-aging stuff, but, uh, it, it wasn't great on her. Um, but not terrible, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, all in all, like I said, even with that nitpick, everything else with the effects, the way that the, the weaponry worked, everything was just really, really nice for the most part. I'm going to give that out of 20 points, we'll give that a, a 16. Um, and I, normally I talk a little more about kind of the, the, the camera angles and some of the things like that, but there's really not much to talk about on that either because like in the combat scenes, they didn't do the shaky cam thing that I hate. And they, uh, they made it very clear what was going on in all of the combat sequences. They didn't yank things around so that you didn't know where you were. It was just, it was just really, really solid all around. Uh, and that brings us to the plot and writing, which can get up to 20 points. Now, this is where I was going to be a little concerned coming into this, and my concerns were laid to rest pretty quickly. Um, it's a solid plot. It doesn't completely make sense. If you are uh, someone that is scientifically minded and you understand how physics works and the current theories, you need to turn off that side of your brain just a little bit because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of sci-fi mumbo-jumbo in this, and things don't necessarily play out in a logical way um, but that doesn't matter because that's to, going to take a backseat to the actual plot itself and I've got to say the dialogue in this is sharp again it plays to Ryan Reynolds strengths and with uh, Walker playing a younger version of him he got the timing right he got the inflection right the attitude was there between the two of them, their scenes are so well written in the um, in the dialogue. It's just really nice. The relationship establishment between the importance of their father, played by uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and their mom, played by Jennifer Garner, was just done really well. Um, yeah, I just it was just it's not a complex as much as you might expect it with a time travel based film it's not a complex not a complex plot um it's very straightforward they're trying to fix something that has been changed that went wrong and either they're going to succeed or they're not and they miss their dad and it's surrounded by their dad a little bit i mean so it gives them a chance to put to bed some inner demons that were developing it's just it's really nice um, like I said, some of the, some of the well, uh, even though you won't remember me, there will be a small bit that you will still, you'll carry it with you. That kind of stuff, that will drive the logically minded crazy if you think about that too much. Um, but that's, that's the thing. It's poetic license. 
So if you can if you can understand it's meant to be romantic and it's meant to kind of have that hopeful nugget, even though it doesn't make any sense at all, it has merit at that point. Um, so yeah, just all in all, it's a fun plot with some good writing. It's not too heavy on the sci-fi. It's not too heavy on the combat, but they're both there and enough. There's enough of it to keep things moving and interesting and good. And I, I was talking to somebody else about this film. We both had a hope that the film would end in a slightly different way, <laughs> in the exact same way, and we were kind of disappointed that it didn't. But even though it didn't, it wasn't it wasn't a huge deal. We, you know, it's hard not to love Mark Ruffalo in anything, and especially when you're talking about that relationship. It's like, oh, maybe they'll get to save the dad when they go back in time. It's like, ah, well, maybe not. But still, it it's really really nice. Um, so I mean. I enjoyed it greatly, and I got to give it a 16 out of 20. Um, so when you add all of that together, uh, out of score possible of 100 points, we get a score of 77. Very solid. Uh, in in terms of uh, going to school and getting your paper back, I mean, that's a C plus. That's a really solid film. Definitely I enjoyed watching it. I may even watch it again sometime in the future. Maybe, maybe not, but it's just it's it's a fun watch. What did you think, folks? Let us know on social media. You can always see us on any of a number of different platforms. We're at Real Pudding Guys on Twitter. We are at Pudding Guys on Facebook and on Instagram. And of course, we always appreciate our patrons on Patreon where we are at Pudding Guys. You can support us for just one dollar per month as we bring new guests to talk to, new stuff to talk about, uh, and advance our other features that we have, like the Ultimate Comic Movie Database and the Pop Culture Death Counts, all sorts of interesting information that a lot of other people don't compile. And by a lot of other people, I mean nobody else compiles it the way that we do. So come back and see us. Visit us on our website. And until the next time, keep watching movies and have some fun. 